0: What's going on podcast listeners, you're listening to What The Podcast, I'm your host David Nicholson, and with me as always is the lovely, talented, beautiful actress, singer, songwriter, Nikki Nicholson. <laughs>
1: yeah, okay.
0: <laughs> well, I don't know, I just had to introduce you.
1: Yeah, that he built me up to be a whole lot more than me.
0: <laughs> okay, if you say so. But anyway, let's see here. What do we got on today's show? We got Celebrity Birthdays. Music history goes on forever and ever and ever. Okay. So, we also got our favorite horror movie quotes for our picks today. We got weird news. It's gonna be a show. We haven't done one in a few weeks.
1: Yeah, it's been pretty hectic. And between family things and
0: the boys,
1: the the boys really—you're yeah. gonna bring them into it. <laughs>
0: well, last week we was binge watching the boys. That's why we didn't do a podcast. I'm not gonna lie. Well, we watched the boys.
1: You did it, but we've also been really busy trying but, to get stuff together because, as you know, you know, Halloween's in a couple of weeks, so you know, been decorating spectacular holiday that it is that we have to. Well,
0: that's kind of like while we're doing our favorite horror movie quotes today. Because it's Halloween time.
1: Oh, but you were talking about binge-watching the boys. What else have we been binge-watching?
0: Halloween <laughs> movies. Well, the, not Halloween movies. Halloween movies.
1: Yes. The only one that we haven't, well, you haven't watched this year, I don't think, is the 1978
0: version. Yeah. The original one's...
1: Halloween. So.
0: It's a little old for my book, but I guess it's still a good movie. I've seen it before. Today we're watching... He's
1: the original Boogeyman. Man.
0: After we wow. get done with the show, we're watching Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 today. Yeah. And I had Stabby Stabby Dreams last night.
1: <laughs> and we went on Thursday and bought me a Stabby.
0: <laughs> so, anyway... It's been. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get started with some celebrity birthdays, shall we?
1: Yep. Sounds like a plan.
0: All right. Back again after listening to Havana. Such a catchy little jingle, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Catchy, catchy, catchy. It reminds me of Key West, Florida. Or Cuba.
1: That or. reminds me, honestly, when you just said catchy, catchy, it reminds me of the busy, busy, busy guy from this, the Frosty Snowman.
0: Hmm. <laughs> it's not quite that time of year. I
1: know. See, you're pushing past it, and that's not good.
0: All right. Birthdays. We have, you wrote the late and great John Lennon, singer, yes, songwriter, and co-founder of the Beatles. If you don't know who John Lennon is, get a life
1: you wouldn't be surprised you're you would be surprised who doesn't know who John Lennon is
0: and we have you just have the late here not great
1: well I didn't think he was that great so that's why
0: Eddie Guerrero
1: yep he was a pro wrestler
0: (coughs) excuse me And and
1: even worse than him was his wife
0: yeah well you know but anyway Sharon Osbourne musician
1: no she's music manager music manager she was not a musician
0: businesswoman tv personality Yes. and you got the funny name
1: oh tony shalhoub he's an actor
0: you say he played monk
1: he played on the series monk and he was also the dad from 13 ghosts with matthew
0: was he monk yes okay we got sean lennon which is the son of john lennon another musician and you get a good one here.
1: <laughs> Brendan Rouse. He is an actor, and he was Superman. Yep. And he's, uh, um, uh, he's also a dad, but I can't remember who he's A lot of people
0: remember him from Superman Returns. Courtney Ford. Superman. That's, who she's,
1: that's who he's married to. Courtney Ford. Courtney Ford. Yeah.
0: But a lot of people don't anyway. realize he also played Superman in an episode of Supergirl, the TV show. So, he was Superman twice. We have Jackson Brown, singer, songwriter, and guitarist. I don't know anything about Jackson Brown, but you have him on the list.
1: He's, I mean, I know the name.
0: You don't know any songs? No. Well, if you guys know who Jackson Brown is, congratulations, you know something I don't know. Yeah. Now, <laughs> we've got a ton of music history to get to, so we'll go ahead and get onto that. Okay? Okay. I just had to do it again. All right. Such a hard little riff, I like it. (laughs) It's called Rock Riff, by the way, and I found it on... uh,
1: Apple something or other.
0: Final Cut Pro. And the Stingers under music.
1: Apple something or other.
0: Final Cut Pro. Anyway, all right. In 1958, Eddie Cochran recorded the classic song "Come On Everybody," which became a 1959 UK number six single for Cochran and a 1979 hit for the Sex Pistols. "Come On Everybody," I know that song.
1: I do. you? Yes. Okay. In 1961, Ray Charles started a two-week run at number one on the U.S the U.S. singles chart with Hit the Road Jacket reached number six on the U.K. charts.
0: Another number six on the U.K. charts. They must just get stuck there. <laughs> In 1964, the Beach Boys recorded Dance, Dance, Dance with Glenn Campbell playing the lead guitar intro. It would go on to become their 12th U.S. top 40 hit. Gotta love the Beach Boys.
1: <laughs> In Nin- oh no! Wait a minute. Where we at? No. Nineteen sixty-five. The Beatles started a four-week run at number one on the U.S. singles charts with Paul McCartney's ballad "Yesterday," giving the group their tenth U.S. number one. The track was not released as a single in the U.K. until nineteen seventy-six.
0: And then it probably became a number six. <laughs> in nineteen seventy-one, Rod Stewart was at number one on the U.K. singles chart with "Maggie May." First released as a B-side to Reason to Believe, the first of six UK number ones for Stewart. Spent five weeks at the top of the chart. You also got a
1: 1971. Mm -hmm. The Who played a small low-key show at the University of Surrey, Guildford, with guest John Sebastian joining in on harmonica on Magic Bus. The only outside mu- musician ever to jam with the Who
0: on stage. Okay, moving on up. The 1973, Elvis Presley and Priscilla Presley divorced after six years of marriage. Priscilla was awarded property, seven hundred twenty-five thousand dollars in cash and four thousand two hundred a month for support. <laughs>
1: In 1976, the Sex Pistols signed to EMI Records for about 68 grand. The contract was terminated three months later with the label stopping production of the Anarchy in the UK single and deleting it from their catalog. EMI later issued a statement saying it felt unable to promote the Sex Pistols records in view of the adverse publicity generated over the past few months.
0: That was a paragraph. (laughs) Getting up to a little bit more modern day, 1981, during a North American tour, the Rolling Stones played the first of two nights at the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum in Los Angeles, California. Support act was Prince who dressed in, turning it over, who dressed in his controversial bikini briefs and trench coat ran off stage after 15 minutes due to the crowd booing and throwing beer cans at him. Bet you they regret that choice now. They
1: probably do.
0: The man's dead.
1: Well, that doesn't make him regret it. I think it was because he blew up after that. Um, This is 1985. Marketing what would have been John Lennon's 45th birthday, Yoko Ono formerly opened the three-and-a-half-acre garden at the Strawberry Field site in New York's Central Park. The area was planted with trees, shrubs, and flowers gathered from across the world and with a $1 million donation from Yoko.
0: Who has a beautiful singing voice. (laughs) Okay, 1993, Nirvana entered the U.S. album chart at number one with In Utero, which has my favorite Nirvana song on it. Their third and final studio album. Kurt Cobain had originally wanted to name the album I Hate Myself and I Want to Die. That's kind of depressing and sad.
1: Well, think about that. That was 93, what happened a year later?
0: I get it, but Um, (laughs) he should have named it Milk It.
1: No, they should have burnt that.
0: That's the best Nirvana song ever.
1: No, it's not. (laughs) Anyway. In 1999, the Rhythmics, George Michael, David Bowie, Robbie Williams, and Bono all appeared at NetAid, an event to raise money for global poverty. The concerts in London, New York, and Geneva were all broadcast live on the internet.
0: Oh boy. We're almost done, guys, I promise. In 2003, Ambrose Capos, I guess, 37, of New York was charged with three counts of stalking and harassing singer Cheryl Crow. He was arrested after being accused of sneaking into New York's Hammerstein Ballroom, then trying to get into Crow's limousine when she left the venue. Mr. Capo's brother said he was harmless but infla- infatuated with the singer.
1: In 2007, the Imagine Peace Tower was officially unveiled in Iceland memorial to John Lennon from his widow Yoko Ono consists of a tall tower of light projected from a white stone monument that has the words Imagine Peace carved in 24 languages.
0: Okay and the final one in 2017 Foo Fighters we're at number one on the U.S. album chart with their ninth studio album, Concrete and Gold, and their second album to debut at number one on the Billboard 200. All right. We're so done we with...
1: So we had Nirvana, and we had Foo Fighters. Yes. <laughs> so.
0: We also had Sheryl Crow. We also had George Michael. We had a lot of music history. But... Now it's time to do our picks. Our favorite part of the no, show. It's not. Weird oh news. no, we got weird news to do. Holy moly. All right, man, this show's getting out of hand, guys. All right, no, seriously. We'll be right back with some weird news from upi.com. All right. Now, weird news from upi.com. We've got four stories to talk about here. Number one is an extremely aggressive bull remains at large in North Carolina. Listen guys, an escaped rodeo bull described as dangerous and extremely aggressive remained at large in North Carolina on Saturday as official search for the 700 pound animal. This is in Norwood, North Carolina. The bull escaped from a stockyard in town. So if you live in Norwood, North Carolina and you see a bull, do not try to feed it hay.
1: Yeah, I'd stay away from it.
0: It's described as dangerous and extremely aggressive.
1: Chances are it's going to find you before you find it. So, yeah. I would stay away from it. Alright. Alright. Mystery odor stinks up Utah City cause remains unknown. Ooh. Officials in a Utah city are investigating the cause of a foul odor reported by residents and it doesn't appear to be coming from the sewer residents of north North Salt Lake City said they noticed the odor Thursday morning and multiple locals compared the smell of ro- to rotting meat yeah my guess is there's a dead body somewhere that's
0: kind of what I was thinking too but I didn't want to take it in that grim direction on a happy family show, but maybe it's a deer carcass.
1: Um, okay, this they they brought it up on Thursday. How long had it been there?
0: They noticed it or Thursday morning. So anyway. There wasn't no follow up, so I guess they don't know what it was yet. Number three, morning commute interrupted by cow on railroad tracks. Railway operators in Scotland said some morning commuters found their trains delayed when a loose cow found its way onto the tracks. So that's our second cow story of the day. No, we got three cow stories. The fourth one's a calf escapes trailer.
1: Okay, hold on. Um, why, what, why did they stop trains for a cow? Like what? Do they not have some way of getting the cow off the tracks? Was it stuck? Like what's the deal with that?
0: Maybe they was afraid of it because they read a story about a dangerous and extremely aggressive cow in Norwood, North Carolina.
1: Okay, this was in Scotland.
0: <laughs> There's a
1: lot of miles between there and North Carolina.
0: Yeah, but maybe they thought this was an aggressive and but extremely anyway, dangerous. Cow. On.
1: Sorry I asked. Um, Catholic Escapes trailer blocks traffic on Massachusetts Highway. Wonder what highway it was in Massachusetts. Anyway. Oh, it,
0: I tell you. Georgetown.
1: Anyway, it says, young cow was caught on camera making a run for it after escaping from a transport trailer on a Massachusetts highway. A video captured by a witness in a neighboring car shows the cow slipping through an opening in the rear of the trailer on Interstate 95 in Georgetown. Yes.
0: (laughs) Could you imagine that trailer probably traveling at 65, 70 miles an hour and that calf coming out of the rear end of that. That'd be sad.
1: No, but if it says it tried to say it, but it, it doesn't say the calf got hurt. It no, just it said doesn't it say that. that so it may be, maybe it landed on its feet fine.
0: Maybe, like a cat. Maybe. All right, now it's time to do our picks.
1: Yes, now it's time.
0: All right, we'll be right back with some picks for you. Stick around. All right. Now that we got that out of our systems,
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Here we are with our with our picks. And today's picks, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, at the top of the show. Let's right. word that properly. At the, the top, top of the, of the show, thing. we're picking our favorite quotes from horror movies. So
1: There's the horror genre. Draw-
0: And we have searched the internet over and we've watched so many horror movies trying to pick these out. That's why we haven't done a show for three weeks because we was trying to pick these picks. We labored, we sweat, we bled.
1: So you're trying to tell our listeners and whatever that this was a labor of love, a true labor of love?
0: Yes, because we want you to be thoroughly entertained. All right, now that that's out of my system Who's got the first pick? You do? I did the first one last time, I believe, so you can go first. I don't
1: remember, but it's okay.
0: You can go first.
1: Because you know exactly where I'm going with the first one.
0: No, actually, I don't.
1: My first pick is from Halloween, the 1978 version, which it's been in every version since then, so I can't really say anything, but that's where it originated. Okay. Three words. He came home.
0: He came home (laughs) from Halloween. Yep. All right, yes, he came home. That's very short, sweet, and to the point from Halloween. Mm -hmm. My first one's short, sweet, and to the point, too. Here's Johnny from The Shining. (laughs) It is the infamous bathroom scene where he busts through the bathroom with the ax. (laughs) Yep. And you know what? I'm just gonna say this, all work and no play makes Jack a doll boy. That was the novel that he was writing and that's all that the novel was. Page after page after page of all work and no play makes Jack an All boy. From The Shining. What are you looking for? What would you lose? Your drink? Did you bring a drink in here with you?
1: I thought I did. Okay. I guess not. Oh well.
0: Okay. So you got your drink. Yep. Mountain Dew. Zero. Zero. Alright, so your next one is I got Here's Johnny, and I had to throw in there all work and no play. Yours was He's Come Home. Now, number two.
1: Number two is also from Halloween. Very short and sweet. It was the Boogeyman.
0: Okay. <laughs> My number two is The Power of Christ Compels You from The Exorcist. You know, when he's splashing out water on Reagan.
1: Well, that and uh, I have to add to that. What a beautiful day for an exorcism.
0: Yeah, that was actually on the list I was looking at.
1: <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, definitely two of my favorite quotes from that.
0: Yeah. So you go around saying the power of Christ compels you sometimes.
1: Yes. You know, you got to exorcise them demons.
0: The power of Christ compels you.
1: Okay, my number three is I'm not going to go through the whole thing because once I say the first line, everybody else is going to know it, so I ain't going to have to go through all this crap. But you just, when you hear the words, you have to go back to remembering what it was like to hear it for the very first time. It still makes my skin crawl. But that's for a totally different reason than probably there all But anyway, moving on. Um, it's from Nightmare on am Street that one, two, Freddy's coming for you and the little girl is jumping the rope and stuff. No, 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 nope, sorry, nope. Mm
0: -mm. Great movies, all of them, all 365 of them. (laughs) And my next one is simply, you're gonna need a bigger boat from Jaws. He's chumming the water and jaws just his head comes up out of the water and you see his teeth and he stumbles back a few stumbles and he goes into the cabin says you're going to need a bigger boat
1: uh, <laughs> i would say
0: jaws does sink that boat
1: mhm all right my next one It's it was it's a low budget it's not it was not like major incredible cin- cinema although It's still a great movie. Um, It's from Big Bad Wolf.
0: Good movie. (laughs) Not child friendly, but good movie.
1: Oh, he he has some definite one-liners in that. That's that's epic. But my favorite line and my favorite quote from that movie is he's standing outside the cabin and he's like, Little pigs, little pigs, let me in. By the hair on my chitty chin, chin, or I'll huff and I'll puff, or i have ripped your guts out. Yep. <laughs> I was like, yeah. And he does just that.
0: He does go in.
1: Oh yeah, he he goes right through the dagger wall.
0: <laughs> my next one is not necessarily from a horror movie. I don't know if Silence of the Lambs is a horror movie it's or not. It's
1: classified as horror because it's Hannibal Lecter, but yeah.
0: It puts the lotion on its skin, or else it gets the hose again.
1: And the sad thing is, that's not even Lector, That's it. it. Oh, that's
0: buffalo. Yes, it's Buffalo Bill. Buffalo Because Buffalo Bob was on. Junior. Yes. All right, all right, it puts the lotion on its skin. Jeez, where's my supplies?
1: Keep it, gotta keep it nice and soft. There now.
0: And your number five is?
1: My number five is from Freddy vs. Jason, and it's during. It's like right at the beginning of their fight scene. Freddy's got him in the the boiler room, and he's just bouncing him off pipes and everything like that. Jason falls to the floor he goes aw (laughs) tilt I don't like I have never been a fan of the the Freddy movies personally he's the only one out of all them creepers that do anything to make my skin crawl but that was funny (laughs) but that movie was more comical than anything
0: else yeah it was a good movie My number five is Death by Stereo from the Lost Boys. You could also use, how much should we charge him for this? (laughs) Both of those are pretty good lines. (laughs) Death by Stereo from the Lost Boys. He shoots the arrow right through the vampire and it sticks it into the stereo behind him. And the stereo comes on and it's playing music as he's...
1: Like frying, basically.
0: Yes. Death by Stereo your number six
1: my number six is from Hellraiser 2 and it just it's one of those like lines I don't know how to explain it to you but um, like um, it's what you think of as pain is only a shadow pain has a face Allow me to show it to you. And then he looked and he says, I am pain. Yes. I like Pinhead. He was very philosophical.
0: Yes, he was. He
1: was was all about torture, though. Yep. But him and his Cenobites.
0: Yep. You gotta love Hellraiser. Hellraiser Pinhead very philosophical so that was what number 6 yes my number 6 is from It and it can be from either the old one from the 90's with Tim Curry or it can be the new It with the Skarsgård guy in it but both movies say we all float down here (laughs) so definitely definitely a good movie if you haven't checked it out I would highly recommend the old one with Tim Curry in it because to me, it was just a better movie. What would you say?
1: As to which one's better? Yeah. Definitely Tim Curry.
0: Yeah, that's what I was saying.
1: Definitely Tim Curry.
0: They're both good movies, but- Okay,
1: if you're talking about actual acting, tim curry all the way down i mean you, he was a
0: better Pennywise.
1: yes but as for if you want to go on a special effects notch then obviously you're going with the newer one
0: with the scar but scarier.
1: even the actors in the in the original it were just better than these movie. kids that they got like they were just better actors That was just my opinion now.
0: Okay, so we're up to number seven.
1: My number seven is from The Shining. And (laughs) I'm not going to do the the, the stupid voices. I'm just going to read the quick because I just thought it was funny nonetheless. Wendy, darling, light of my life, I'm not going to hurt you. You didn't let me finish my sentence. I said, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just going to bash your brains in.
0: (laughs) That is definitely a good quote.
1: The the, the funny part about that quote, though, is (coughs) he says that to me all the time.
0: (laughs) Nikki, darling, light of my life. But I don't say I'm going to bash your brains in. No, no. Nikki, darling, light of my life.
1: And then he gets this, like, look, like, okay, come come at me, you know. (laughs) And he just kind of (laughs) smiles.
0: It's a good line. (laughs) And number seven for me. Every 23rd spring for 23 days it gets to eat. And that is from Jeepers Creepers. One of the really good, I wouldn't say best horror movies ever made, but definitely a good horror movie. Jeepers Creepers.
1: And although I didn't really particularly think that these movies were classified as horror, I mean, yeah, there was a lot of blood in them, but other than that, the Scream movies.
0: I'd say they're horror, they're slasher.
1: I mean, Ghostface, that whole thing, but yeah. But one of my favorite quotes from the original Scream was, Movies don't create psychos. Movies make psychos create. (laughs)
0: I've seen that on the list I was looking at today.
1: But that is truly one of my favorite quotes.
0: And number eight for me is from 2018's Halloween. And it is actually, i got to set this up for you because this could very well be the best horror movie quote of all time. I believe that this is truly a work of art and if you haven't seen this movie, this one line makes it worth watching. This is the best horror movie line ever written. Truly a masterpiece. (laughs) So I'm just going to play a clip from the actual movie and then I'll tell you what it says just in case you don't hear it. Yes, that's what he said. Oh man, I got peanut butter on my penis.
1: I was at the theater on opening day and there was a, a bunch of people in this. It was, it was pretty well packed in there that day. And we were all sitting in there and everybody's quiet and they're they are, you know, watching the movie. And this was within, like, the very first, you know, little bit of this movie. It wasn't like, you know what I mean? Um, It wasn't, like, for, like, far into it. But anyway, we're sitting there, we're watching it, and everything's quiet. And then all of a sudden, that happens. And it just erupts into laughter. Like, everybody's like, oh, my God, did that... Did he just say what I think? Yeah, I think that's what he said, you know, blah blah, blah, and everybody's just busting out laughing, and then it goes back to dead silence again, like everybody's, ah, so like the next like you know five minutes of the movie, everybody because everybody's just rolling. It was great, it was
0: <laughs> he was playing with a mouse trap, and he put peanut butter on the mouse trap, and the mouse trap triggered while he was holding it, and what I believe he actually supposedly said was, oh man, I got peanut butter on my pants. But he did not say that. I've listened to that. I've even put it through Google speech to text. And Google said penis. (laughs) He said, oh man, I got peanut butter on my penis.
1: (laughs) And as we're looking right here, there are tons and tons and tons of this, where it's all the same thing. Oh yeah. Yes. But yes, that was great. That was, yeah. Oh man, I got peanut butter on my penis. (laughs) That's what he says. You heard it folks.
0: That's what he says. Alright, well, that's the show. Hope you enjoyed it. You got to hear the greatest movie line of all times right here on What the Podcast. Yes! Oh, man, I got peanut butter on my penis. <laughs> yes, indeedy. But, you know what? The man died in that movie.
1: Yeah, I don't... Uh, yeah, he did because he didn't come back. Yeah.
0: Spoiler alert. Sorry about Sorry.
1: that. Um, But... Just words of wise. The the last one in this series comes out on Friday, which is October 14th. So if if Mikey's your favorite slasher, go check it out.
0: Yep, we're gonna go. We're gonna go to an early showing on Thursday. Yes. So anyway, all right. That's the show. I don't know if we'll be here next week or not. You never can tell with us. I'm not gonna say we're gonna be here next week and then not do it.
1: Yeah. We'll just have to play it by ear.
0: We did it every week for the summer, and that was my goal. And we did hit that goal. So we might slow down and do one a month or one every other week or something now because it's wintertime, and, and wintertime is depressing. And,
1: but also, it's the holidays. Everybody's got stuff going on and, and things like that. So.
0: All right, until next time, guys, be excellent to each other. Yes.